Welcome back, everybody, to already the second episode of the podcast. The um, math and physics podcast from U of T. We are your home. hosts, Parker and Rayhan. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> okay, so today, um, you probably already know from the title, ha ha ha, but uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about... Did you just do a fake laugh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about higher dimensions Ooh, oh that's an fun. interesting topic that's an interesting topic yeah all right so um first of all we're gonna kind of go over like kind of what does it mean to be in a higher dimension and how you can kind of visualize it which i know a lot of people talk about like oh time is the fourth dimension which is but true. we're talking about strictly spatial dimensions okay we're mm-hmm. not talking about time we're talking about three dimensions right now we're living in it boom what would it be like to live in four dimensions spatially not with well, time included well um actually interestingly enough at least this is what i think i think that we wouldn't even actually notice the difference because we're three-dimensional beings our vision is limited to three-dimensional objects well technically um, I did a little more research and you could actually see that all our vision is actually two-dimensional because it's simply being reflected onto a plate in our eyes that our brain then perceives as three dimensions. Yeah, so that's technically, actually pretty cool. Yeah, so technically we only see in two dimensions. Because so bringing a higher, eye... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so because bring, then bringing a higher dimension into the picture will just once again continue to make us see things or perceptualize things as three dimensions, but still visualize them in two dimensions. So I don't really think that'll change. I mean, I could be wrong. There's just a thought, but I don't think that'll change. What about you? Wait, what do you mean? You, you, you think living in four dimensions will appear to be the same as living in three dimensions? I mean, unless our, I guess because unless our brain somehow maybe, I don't know, like, conforms to four dimensions and gets used to it because we ourselves are three-dimensional objects or at least we see ourselves as three-dimensional objects we don't know what will happen if we encounter a higher dimensional object because all the theories just say that we will visualize it in 3d yeah but i think you have to think about this uh like differently like you can't have your body like right now, you can't just like snap your fingers and then like be in four dimensions because how yeah. it's because it, that's like saying that's... like like um or think of it like this: if you're in four dimensions and you're looking down onto a three dimensional world, right? You would be able to see everything in that three dimensional world. Just like when we look at a piece of paper, we can see everything on the piece of paper. On so the if plane, you're four yeah. dimensions. Yeah, if you're a four-dimensional being, right, looking down onto a three-dimensional world, you can see like every every surface. Like if you look at a sphere, you could be you would be able to see the back of the sphere, just like the front of the sphere, and every single side at the same time, which is very hard to visualize in your head. Oh, it can't visualize in our head. But yeah, because we're not only brought that, up as three-dimensional beings. Yeah, not only that, though, you wouldn't only be able to see every side of the sphere, you'd be able to see every side of everything ever on uh, the three-dimensional world, which is completely mind-bending and... 
Yeah. Yeah, but then think about it this way, right? So there are theories like super string theory or M theory or all those different string theories that posit, you know, 26 and 10 and 11 dimensions, right? Super yeah. string theory, for example, has 10 dimensions, nine of which are space. So if let's say there is nine dimensional space, so what this theory is saying is that we exist in a nine dimensional space, yeah. but we can't perceive those dimensions. So that is my only reason for why I attack the question by saying that we won't perceive anything different because okay. if super string theory is correct, which once again, very far from, but it could be, and we are truly living in I mean, this nine or 10 dimensional space. Mathematically correct. I mean, it makes sense mathematically, not necessarily correct, but it it's kind of makes exactly sense. It's not exactly what we like experience yeah, on exactly. a day-to-day -day basis. It's kind of just like you move forward, left, yeah. and up. <laughs> like Yeah, so that's why if this is true and we are really living in a higher dimensional world, yet we perceive everything as three dimensions, that's kind of all the proof we need for why any higher dimension if we are in a higher dimensional world which once again we already are we would perceive it the same way that's why that's why i thought of it but if string theory is not correct and we are indeed in this three-dimensional universe and we were to transcend somehow into a four-dimensional one then yeah the four-dimensional beings will definitely look at us very differently i'll tell you that. i mean of course it would be nothing like a three-dimensional world like yeah that's we we would yes. we would go into the fourth dimension and just like we would just die of like overexposure uh -huh. to like, <laughs> everything. I guess if once again, as I said, if higher dimensions, and we're not living in a higher dimensional universe, then yeah, then I think we probably would see a four dimensional universe very differently. And one I mean, there could I... be one. That that's the that's the cool thing. There could be yeah. a higher dimensional universe that we are stuck in, yeah, or like our universe is a subset or something. But yeah, exactly. We can't really prove it, you know. Yeah, and that like, brings me to something pretty interesting. If, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm just like, gonna finish my thought real quick. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. And ju just imagine if we are, as I said, like a subset of this bigger universe, and there is actually another direction of travel, but it's using, like, for example, if we are are the unit vectors of another direction of travel you know what i mean hmm. or something like that like that would be pretty yeah. cool okay sorry now you can continue yeah no but what you said like our universe is a subset of like something bigger mm -hmm. um that's kind of how i interpret like the multiverse theory whole situation um like if our universe was confined in like a bubble like let's say mm -hmm. the universe is indeed finite which you know we can assume all we want but let's just say for now it is finite and okay. imagine a big bang right it starts as a singularity and imagine now you have like let's say a hundred singularities in four dimensions that are all packed into a, a singularity in four dimensions and then as each of them like bang they all expand right in their in their dimension or in their space in four dimensions and then you you get like these bubbles you know in four dimensions where each bubble is expanding and getting bigger and bigger mm -hmm. and um they're each three-dimensional spaces in four dimensions and they can't 
interact with each other in three dimensions because it's like having right non-intersecting parallel planes right like they can't really interact with each other but Mm -hmm. they still coexist in the same four-dimensional space so that's kind of kind of how um i imagine like the multiverse uh theory wow that's a really interesting way to see it yeah and then you just just different universes just higher dimensions that's a really cool way to see it yeah and then basically you just imagine an infinite amount instead of just a hundred you imagine an mm-hmm. infinite amount that are just all coexisting and all expanding at the same time in four dimensions, right? And then you can go on forever and be like, oh, and then that is a subset of a five-dimensional space and on and on and on. And then that, Wait, but no. that means that means that somewhere in our universe or not really somewhere, where is the wrong word, but there is something or a subset of our universe that also exists is what you're trying to say. By that logic of our universe, because if we can go up, why can't we go down? So what if there's a subset of our universe with just two dimensions? Yeah, but the only issue with that is uh, we are in um, three dimensions, so we can't really live in two dimensions, right? No, 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 I, no, no, no. I completely understand. But I am saying by your logic, if there are a bunch of three dimensional universes packed into a larger four dimensional one. There yeah. must be a bunch of two-dimensional universes that make up this three-dimensional universe, right? By that same logic. Yeah. I'm not saying we can go there. I'm no, just saying yeah, it must exist. I think like going down logic. in dimensions is a little bit harder to visualize. Cause, like, I mean, it's. I mean, all of this is hard to visualize. Yeah. This, entire, this entire discussion is hard to visualize. Yeah, but I know. if by your logic, we can have higher dimensions, I don't know what's stopping us from having lower dimensions. So but technically, this is, this is cool there could be... Yeah, there could um, be... I mean, very hypothetical, but there could be a one-dimensional universe. Yeah, and this is cool to think about. Um, Let's say we were two-dimensional beings living in Mm. two dimensions. We would be experiencing life in one dimension. That is true, yeah. With our eyes, like our eyes would only see a line, right? Because... I don't really know how to put this because like, yeah, if we're, if we're three, three dimensional beings looking at a two dimensional plane, we can see like the shape of everything on that plane. But let's say there's a circle on a piece of paper and I'm living on that piece of paper. I would only be able to see a line. I'd be able to walk around the circle, but at all times I would only see a line that has the diameter of the circle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But then that, and that three dimensional being would be able to see the entire plane pretty much yeah yeah that, that's, yeah. that's really interesting and one thing that i uh was thinking about actually like a couple of weeks ago was that um if we want to try to visualize four-dimensional spheres um i start with visualizing um like imagining we're two-dimensional creatures trying to visualize a three-dimensional sphere so let's say a three-dimensional being has a sphere and then like passes it through a two-dimensional plane at some velocity, right? Some slow velocity so that the two-dimensional beings can study it as it passes uh-huh. through. So what they would see is at first there would be nothing. And then as the sphere touches the surface, they would see a single point. And then that point expands and expands until it gets to right a circle with a radius of the sphere in three dimensions and then as it passes the middle of the sphere 
it starts decreasing in size all the way to a single point and then it disappears right so if we mm -hmm. take that analogy into three dimensions if a four-dimensional sphere were to be passed through our three-dimensional uh, world we would see a single point and then that point would expand into a three-dimensional sphere slowly until it gets to the center of the four-dimensional sphere where we would see we'd only be able to see right a three-dimensional sphere with the same radius as the four-dimensional sphere and then it would slowly decrease in size until it came to a point and then disappeared mm -hmm. so yeah yeah th that's actually a really interesting way i'm actually visualizing right now as you as you were saying it and yeah that would pretty much be a four-dimensional object and a three-dimensional surface and yeah we would um, we would never be able to like actually see the whole thing yeah. but we'd be able to see cross sections right mm -hmm. three-dimensional cross sections of the four-dimensional sphere at a single point in time yeah, and when it's passing through and talking about like ways to visualize these objects now this is not really a way to visualize it but i he i heard uh neil degrasse tyson once describing higher dimensional objects like so what he said was so a one-dimensional object right which is a line is enclosed by two zero-dimensional objects, like two points. Now, yeah. a two-dimensional object is enclosed by four one-dimensional objects, like four lines, like a square. Now, a three-dimensional object is enclosed by six two-dimensional objects, hold on, right? Hold like on. six faces. What, a, what about a, a triangle? No, no, a no, no. triangle no, no. I'm, only I'm, has... I, no, I understand that. Um, this is just an analogy okay, to try okay, and understand yeah. like a sphere right. or a square. Right. In uh, no, sorry, not a sphere, just a square so doing, or a cube in higher dimensions. Cubes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then the three-dimensional object will be bounded or will have six two-dimensional objects, right? So like six yeah. surfaces. Yeah. Now to go to a higher dimension. Once again, not really visualizing it, but if you can just try to think about it, a a four-dimensional object will have eight three-dimensional objects. That means each yeah. side of it will be a cube, yeah. which once again, we can't really visualize, but yeah, it really kind of... All. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know, but it really kind of gives us a kind of an understanding of how hard it is to visualize higher dimensions. Yeah, I and, and there are, you know, YouTube like video. all sorts of... There are all sorts of visualizations online that kind of like help to understand and see how it looks. Yeah. Yeah, I saw so, a YouTube video where the guy yeah. was like, it's like a, a game in VR where there's just like a hypercube in front of you and then you can like manipulate it and like spin it and look around. And it's like, at first it doesn't make any sense because you know how it like, if you spin the cube, it like inverts itself. Like you've seen that. that uh huh. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but the more you play around with it, the more you kind of like understand-ish what it like looks like kind of but you you can't really do it like just watching the video yourself you'd actually have to go and play mm. around with it but yeah he said it i was, know it's, it's, it's really yeah. hard as, as we said to visualize all these things that we're talking about because it's just it's higher dimensions you know things we can't understand things we're just theorizing right now yeah i find it actually super interesting though because i hope i really hope one day there's like there's gonna be like some crazy like vr program where you like plug it into your brain and then boom you can like experience four dimensions like that would be sick 
I mean that that would be incredibly amazing. Yeah. But very, I mean, very far not, into the future. We're not that far off, to be honest. Really? You really you really think so? I don't like you I really don't think, think we're, we're that close? far off. Wow, okay. Like, I mean let's v- see VR where it goes. is pretty good, bro. Like No, VR is pretty good, but plugging it into our brain and visualizing four dimensions. Bro, do you know about Neuralink? Yo, no, I know. You, Elon but... Musk is putting shit in your brain. It's not Yeah, like... but visualizing a higher dimension is like is something I mean, I don't think we ever but thought it, we it, would do. Like I like I'm I'm guessing it's going to be like all in your imagination, you know? Like you're going to plug it into your brain, you close your eyes, and then it's going to be like a dream, but like super lucid dream because it's all technology and then like i don't know you just spawn into like a four-dimensional world and you could just like walk around and see stuff that would be incredibly amazing if we have could have you seen the uh, have you seen the black mirror episode where like Which the video one? game oh video my game god play, play test your head play test yeah yeah play test or the one where like the two guys have sex like in the like it's season four Oh, and I haven't like, seen season it's four. It's like the fighting game. <laughs> okay, spoilers, but like, it's, <laughs> it's like a fighting game that they play, and it's like the game console is just like a thing that you put on your temple, and then like you literally spawn in like with your brain, and then at first they like one guy spawns as like like a karate guy, and the other guy is like a girl with like I don't know. They start fighting and stuff, and then <laughs> and then yeah, they have sex in the game, and it gets really weird. But you know, you know how Black <laughs> That's Mirror classic is. Black Mirror. That's classic yeah. Black Mirror. No, but Playtest is by far maybe the best episode of Black Mirror. Like if Playtest any friend of mine, if any friend of mine is like, "Yo, I've never seen Black Mirror before. I want to see it." I would tell them watch Playtest. No, I it's, would recommend the one where you can record your memories. That one is really. Oh, cool. that's uh, 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 the history of you. The the entire history yeah. of you. Yeah, I would yeah. recommend that one. That okay? That's a really cool like episode but like it's got a lot of relationship stuff it's not really technology focused which is why i like playtest so much more it's just a it's cool like, idea yeah it's just i know yeah that, that would be really cool imagine having contact lenses through which you can just save your memories yeah <laughs> or not sorry or not contact lenses they had some chip in their head or something yeah i don't i, I, don't, I don't fully remember it but yeah that would be yeah. That would be, that would be crazy. Be and, you know, he goes to, like, the airport and they scan it. <laughs> they scan oh, yeah. To you're see, good. You're oh, good. That, exactly. That would be such a secure way <laughs> yeah. to allow people Which to board a plane. Which would suck because then you can't do anything illegal ever, you know. Oh, shoot. That's true. Because then, that's yo, true. the cops it's just modern. knock on your door and they're just like, yo, <laughs> like, like, like you, li- literally no just show me. Like, you can't hide anything. Oh wait, you know what? That's a big downside to this plan. Yeah, that is, that is a huge downside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back on uh, four dimensions, higher dimensions and higher dimensions yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I thought of was that time is the key to higher dimensions. Think about that time. I think sec. is the most important dimension. I was actually no, like, I like I'm I'm not joking. I was thinking about it the other day when I'm like, you can always move forward, backward, left, right, up, down. But you can never move backwards in time. Like time is one thing that no matter where you are in the universe, it is always moving forward. So you think. Oh, Ooh. okay, okay. Well, now we think come about into this. 
Think about mm-hmm. this, okay? Okay. So our universe has guidelines, quote unquote guidelines, like the speed of light and yeah. pi and e and stuff like that. And also that time only goes forward. Notice how like in special relativity you learn that yeah, time can slow down. Time can can relatively like if you're in one frame, another guy's in another frame. For you, it's going slower. For him, it's going faster, but time can never go backwards. So that's mm-hmm. also like a rule of our universe is that time just always keeps going forward. But if we go to the four-dimensional multiverse, who's, like, who knows what the rules are? No one can tell you. You certainly will never know, and I will never know what the rules can actually be. Like, what if in one universe, like, the faster you go, it... It's like instead of being one over x at uh, zero, it's uh, x cubed, right? So like it goes to zero and then goes negative instead of going to infinity. Like, did you understand that? (laughs) Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. But it's just a little hard to really wrap your head around. Yeah, yeah. Because because see, because time can't really be, well, it can because we don't really know. Once again, a physical dimension. Because once again, if you've seen Interstellar, um, they actually <laughs> talked about time being a physical dimension where you can just like climb up and down and you can go forward and backward Dang. in time. But the problem with that is uh, it doesn't really follow with the universe's laws. Like, for example, Stephen Hawking made this thing called the chronology protection conjecture which pretty much yeah. gives a reasoning for why you can't go back in time because it disrupts the entire universe's flow because it's causality, right? That's really the main thing in question yeah. when you're questioning the entire, can we go back in time? Because if you go back in time, then cause and effect don't really work the same way because then the effect is the cause, which kind of puts you in a paradox. Okay, and that's why there are all these this. different paradoxes. Right, think about this, okay? Imagine time was like a continuous like field, just like temperature, okay? So you remember that thing we did in class where it's like, oh, you can always find two points across the globe that have the same temperature, right? Because uh-huh. it's like you just... Re- oh, wait, were you there for that? I, don't think I was there not for there that. for that, but just continue. No. Okay, anyways. So like, right, if you pick two points that are across the globe and they're different temperatures what you do is you just slowly rotate one point to the other side and the other point will go the other way right and as one temperature goes down to the other side's temperature the other temperature will go up to the other side's temperature and then you just stop where they're equal right Uh anyways this is just a way to visualize like temperature as a field okay now imagine time is a field right? So if I have, like, if my time is going faster than your time, and that's just like, that's just always, it doesn't matter what speed I'm going at, okay? But now imagine time as a field, such that the closer you get to me, the closer our time, like, speeds get, right? So if my time is going slowly, your time is going quickly. But then we inter, when we interact, like, we get really close to each other, our times go at the same speed, so we can actually, like, interact, Right, and you're not like getting old and dying right in front of me. Okay. And yeah, then everyone but that's... just Okay, yeah. okay, continue. Everyone just has a different like relative time vector. 
and then as you move around the field it just all changes at the same time and like nothing makes sense obviously we're throwing all the rules of the universe out the window if we have this but yeah just time is like a spatial three-dimensional field and as you walk in space your perception of time doesn't change for you but all around you it becomes all warped and different okay but see the problem with that is that it still doesn't satisfy you saying that we can go backwards in time because if the field is moving in one direction you can't just suddenly you know like if well, no, you it's, it's go in, in another directions. direction yeah no no but the problem with that is that once again it doesn't make logical sense like there's a logical problem there right i think i think like, logic is long gone <laughs> okay okay I, I get that no no but there are just some things that just like can't happen you know, like, for example, you can't go all the way back into the, like, for example, what if you go back to a time when matter didn't exist? How would you exist? Where is the cause? Where is the, like, how is the effect produced without the cause? Like, that okay. entire <laughs> logic there, like, I, I know, I know, it's just a thought, it's a hypothetical, yeah, it's, and it's, it's cool, it's, not, it's cool to like think you're about. You're trying to apply the idea to our lives right now when like it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. i guess so yeah so, exactly like, it doesn't like, make sense in a universe that starts it's still at questionable one point. though like you like you can still question a theory yeah yeah it's so so like it's still as i say questionable it's, but it's, it's only, not it's even a theory it's it's just an idea yeah really. just an idea <laughs> i guess yeah. just an idea but it's still that the entire notion of going backwards in time you know and yeah. that being the most important dimension which i agree with by the way like going backward in time, like that entire idea, just as I said, doesn't make logical sense. Still, may be possible, you know. Who knows what's possible yeah. in this universe? Yeah. But doesn't really make logical sense. Here's a cool idea. We we should probably save this question for a different podcast. But who or what period of time, if you had one choice, what period of time in history would you go back to to live the rest of your life in? Wow, Anyways, we'll, that we'll, is. We'll save we'll save that for a different podcast. Yeah, that but, that's a big question. That's some thought into there. Yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, as I was saying earlier, time is the key to higher dimensions, right? I agree. So, without time, like if we're static, we wouldn't be able to. Well, you know, obviously we wouldn't be able to live. But the only way for us to really understand higher dimensions is through time and to see how higher dimensional objects interact with our lower dimensional world just mm. like the the two-dimensional analogy type deal yeah that was a good analogy kind of making us once again trying to make us visualize higher dimensions yeah, yeah. so i think uh today's been good we've pretty much spoken a lot about how higher dimensions work if they're possible how we can perceive them and i think we've got some good points in yeah this was a cool discussion yeah Enjoyed i agree it a lot. I yeah agree. so for future episodes hold up we got big news okay okay <laughs> let's have, hear it we have some we have some special guests coming on we're super excited for that we're not going to reveal who it is but uh you know coming soon there are guests involved is all we can say for now yeah we and hope there's you guys some pretty are, good ones hope you guys like them yeah yeah hope you guys are as excited as we are which you know it's gonna it's gonna be awesome we're gonna ask some cool questions get some nice information back maybe learn something new who knows 
Absolutely. I'll, okay, I will tell you this, though. I will tell you this. The host that's coming on Saturday, or sorry, the interviewee that uh, we called on Saturday is actually related, I'll just give you a small hint, to finding the Higgs boson oh. of one of the very important fundamental uh, fundamental particles in our universe. So, I actually can't wait for that. For that yeah, episode. I know. It's going to be gonna extremely be awesome. exciting. Extremely exciting. Yeah, yeah so I think right. uh, that wraps it up for today. Yeah, Thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Almost 30 minutes. So. Yep. Okay. So I guess awesome. that's everything. Thanks that's everything. For, Signing out. I'm thanks Ray. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Parker. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you soon. Peace. Bye-bye.